What's going on, guys? I am fired up today. There is a ton of energy in this upcoming episode because I'm doing a distillation on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, the bodybuilder, movie star, politician, all around incredible human being with what he's been able to accomplish. So I'm going to highlight a lot of the things that he's done, those mindsets that have brought him success across such different domains. Uh, and remember, you can find past distillations at whatgotyouthere.com, where we've done people like former Disney CEO Bob Iger, we've done Michael Jordan, we've done Tony Robbins, we've done Johnny Kim, the NASA astronaut, Harvard medical doctor, former Navy SEAL. Uh, we've also done people like Bruce Lee. So if you're interested in that, head to whatgotyouthere.com. You can check out the distillery. And remember, this is something that we do again and again, but if you want access to all the distilleries plus access to all of the book recaps that I do, the behind-the-scenes access to different podcast guests that we've had on, on our community masterclass calls, then you can join our Momentum Makers community. It's for growth mindset people looking to learn and grow and come together. So you guys can find out more all about that at whatgotyouthere.com. I'm Sean Delaney, and you're listening to What Got You There. What Got You There is a must-follow for entrepreneurs, creatives, high achievers, and change makers. Each week, I sit down with some of the world's most influential people and focus on the journey behind their success. We uncover the strategy, tactics, and routines that help them get there. Now it's your journey, so it's time to learn what's going to get you there. If you're enjoying the podcast, then you might want to check out some of the other things I'm working on behind the scenes. I put out a weekly newsletter called Momentum Monday, which is just a quick synthesis of everything I've been reading, listening to, and watching during the week. I also do a once-a-month deep dive called The Distillery, which is a long-form distillation on someone whose thinking has greatly impacted me. You can check out past distillations of Josh Waitskin, Yen Liao, and Nick Konis, and everything else we're putting on at whatgotyouthere.com. Hey guys, it's Sean, and I am giving away 25 free spots into my Momentum Makers community, which is about to go live. Momentum Makers is just a community for growth mindset learners, someone like yourself who loves engaging with new, interesting ideas, thought leaders like the people on this show. That's why you'll get access to masterclass calls where we actually go behind the scenes with someone from the show and pick their brain a little bit further. You also get access to community calls and all of the exclusive content like my book recaps, the distillery and everything else that I find and is improving my life. So if you're interested in getting one of those limited free spots, click the link below, and I'll welcome you to the Momentum Makers community. Hope to see you there. So let's dive into Arnold. Wow. Are you fired up? Because I am, and you need to be fired up for this one, because Arnold is someone who's obsessed with health, wisdom, and wealth, and three things that that he's done and he's been able to accomplish and achieve in his own life. And he's someone to study. And one of the things that I really found out and learned is how much he loves to study and learn and distill the principles down of other people. And we're going to go through a lot of these timeless principles that he's actually pulled out and said, these were foundational for me. This was very, really unhelpful. But I think Arnold, he's going to inspire you because his story is unique and uniquely entertaining. And it's one that's just going to leave you realizing you're capable of so much more. And this is actually a little bit I read from his book. This is on the back of his book, and it says, He was born in a year of famine in a small Austrian town. He was the son of an austere police chief. He dreamed of moving to America to become a bodybuilding champion and movie star. By the age of 21, he was living in Los Angeles and had been crowned Mr. Universe. 
Within five years, he had learned English and become the greatest bodybuilder in the world. Within 10 years, he had earned his college degree and was a millionaire from his business enterprises in real estate, landscaping, and bodybuilding. He was also the winner of the Golden Globe Award for his debut as a dramatic actor in Stay Hungry. And within 20 years, he was the world's biggest movie star. 36 years after coming to America, the man once known by fellow bodybuilders as the Austrian Oak was elected governor of California, the seventh largest economy in the world. Are you kidding me? One man did all that in a lifetime? One thing I love, though, is that is just ridiculous what he's been able to do across vastly different domains. But also notice, 36 years it took. In a world where we we want instant gratification, he did little things again and again over time that after a lifetime is just remarkable. So understand that. Uh, the, the line, we, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but underestimate what we can do in 10 years. Arnold just is the epitome of that, what you can do over the long term. Um, so I love that. So we're going to get inspired. We're going to get motivated. We're going to get fired up here by what Arnold can teach us. And, and he says, every morning you have two options, continue to sleep with your dreams or wake up and chase them. Arnold is someone who has chased the hell out of his dreams. But what I appreciate most is how Arnold always stayed true to who he was. He was as authentic as anyone I've come across. He he was who he was, and he wasn't ashamed about it. He brought that forth in everything he did. And one of the things he I love, and he's got a great line, life is richer when we embrace the multitudes we all contain. We're all unique. We're all different. We are all vastly different. Embrace your uniqueness. Let that shine through. And Arnold, let that shine through. Like I said, he was a student. He was always pulling out the principles. And some of the principles he wrote down, and he said, these were my foundational principles for success. I'm going to tease through a lot of these on this distillery. Remember, you can read this entire distillation at whatgotyouthere.com, where I bring a lot more of this to light, um, as opposed to just kind of hitting on some of these highlights. So these are Arnold's principles of success. He says, write down very specific goals. Have a vision of what you're going after reps, reps, reps. What he means is repetitions. You need reps here. Be brutally honest about your weaknesses. Sculpt the body and the mind. He says, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. How are you using them? And then he says, our limits are purely psychological. And he says, he always went into win. He never wanted second place. He says, you must be passionate about what you're doing or it's not sustainable. You have to trust yourself. You cannot be afraid to fail. Don't listen to the naysayers. Work your butt off. Give back. Turn your liabilities into assets. When someone tells you no, you hear them say yes. Never, never follow the crowd. Go where it's empty. No matter what you do in life, selling is part of it. So those are some of the big principles that we're going to hit on, um, and they're going to be teased out throughout here. One of the things that I really appreciated was hearing a bit about Arnold's childhood, and his dad was a very disciplined individual and was a disciplinary to Arnold and his brother, and he said, we had to earn our breakfast by doing sit-ups, and his dad was relentless about chores and about homework, and his father ingrained him early. It wasn't just about having a great body. It was about a great mind as well. And he saw that. And his father actually visiting other communities in in their village, visiting plays or going to see plays. He wanted his kids to have a wide 
breadth of experience across all these different things. And actually, when he would go see a play, his dad would make him come back and then write a, uh, a report on it. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous, right? Like a young kid, he, he goes and sees a play and then he's got to write a report on it. So you can kind of see how his dad was really ingraining that. Um, and his dad also had no patience for problems. Problems were not allowed. Um, he, he said there was always room for improvement. And a lot of that would cripple young kids, right? Like this constant need for improvement, um, always being solution oriented. But Arnold said, no, instead the discipline rubbed off on me and he turned that discipline into drive. And he was super competitive because of this. And so he was always looking for ways to gain an advantage. And he also said, he says, I fought back my fear mainly because I had to prove that I was stronger. It was extremely important to show my parents that I was brave. So just there, just in his childhood, we can see there's a few things that I, I saw. Work ethic. You have to earn everything you do. There's a constant improvement, this desire to get better. You've got to feed the mind and the body and bravery. You add all those things up and what do you get? You get the Terminator. You get Arnold. That's, that's what he got from his childhood. And so one of the things that he says that is most important, and this is the first step, is you have to create a vision because when you see the vision, the beautiful vision, that creates the want and the power behind it. And he says, all my dreams came together when he saw this guy named uh, Reg Park, who was a bodybuilding champion. He saw Reg Park, I think it was on the front of a magazine, and he realized this guy had everything he wanted. He had money, he had success, he had the things that come with that. And Arnold got that vision early, and he said, that's what I'm doing, that's what I'm going after. And he knew this, and that vision became so clear in his mind, Arnold says, it felt like it happened already. There was no alternative. It was this or nothing. And Arnold said he refined his vision. It's not just this instant, boom, that's my vision. It gets refined over time. You grow, you develop, you learn more, and you whittle away at that vision. Uh, this is just so important because when he got that vision, he said there was a, a great sense of calm. He could see it. So now he knew he just needed to execute it. And I see so many people, they're kind of floundering around. They don't, they don't get clear enough on their vision and they don't revisit it as they go. It's really important to revisit that vision as you go. Um, so get that clear in your mind, make sure you start there. That's what Arnold says. I just thought that was really important. And we, and we've seen this again and again, think about someone like John D Rockefeller. He says, do not many of us who fail to achieve big things fail because we lack concentration, the art of concentrating the mind on the thing to be done at the proper time and to the exclusion of everything else. And then think about Frank Slootman, who's been an incredible podcast guest multiple times. As a CEO, I worked to create blinding clarity and singularity of purpose. One of the greatest tech CEOs, he's saying, you need singularity of purpose. You need blinding clarity. And what about Bruce Lee? Someone we've also done a distillery on. The successful warrior is the average man with laser-like focus. So are you seeing the importance of focus, of clarity? It's essential. And the greats use it and do it again and again. And around that clarity, Arnold says he wrote down very specific goals, not just these vague aspirational goals like, I'm going to get in shape. No. Arnold brought that laser-like focus uh, and got so specific about what he wanted to go after. And he actually wrote these down on, on, uh, on note cards, small little note cards he could look at again and again every single day so it was top of mind. And he says, it might seem like I was handcuffing myself by setting such specific goals, but it was actually the opposite. He said he found it liberating. Knowing exactly where he wanted to end up freed him to totally improvise how to get there. I thought that was really interesting. Arnold says he puts these goals down and then 
practice the hell out of them. He says he was fanatical about repetitions. He says, writing out my goals became second nature, and so did the conviction that there are no shortcuts. It took hundreds and even thousands of repetitions for me to learn. He's talking about his bodybuilding practices. He's talking about his acting skills. All of this was about repetitions and training. He says, I find joy in the gym because every rep and every set is getting me one step closer to my goal. You talk about a growth mindset. Let's freaking go. He is someone who is perfect for the Momentum Makers community, a community that we have teasing out these ideas for growth mindset type individuals. Um, and, and it's just awesome to see because too often we see someone who's achieved so much and we kind of miss those nitty gritty details. Like what were they doing early on before the success came? This is what he was doing. Setting a vision, getting clear on his goals, and then repetition the hell out of it. Get specific, rep it out. Uh, I just think that's important to hit on again and again. And like I was saying earlier, his dad was really big on sculpting the body and the mind. And he worked on this from an early age. And one of the things I love, he brings up, he says, the Greeks started the Olympics, but they also gave us the great philosophers. You have to build the ultimate physical machine, but also the ultimate mind. I'm obsessed with this as well right? Like you don't want to just be smart or you don't want to just be able to work hard with your body. You want total health, total mind body connection. I think it's so crucial. And you see these people that are able to sustain excellence over time. A lot of times they've got these incredible mental practices, but also physical as well. Um, so he's constantly learning. He's constantly growing. He's developing, um, talking about sculpting the mind. I mean, think about Arnold, right? In his adult life, he got success in real estate, in bodybuilding, in acting, in investing, in entrepreneurship, and in politics. I mean, are you kidding me? It reminds me once again of Bruce Lee. Bruce said, the world became my university. I developed such a need to learn and read and take it all in. The best, they're voracious learners. They're curious. They're never stopping the search to become better. And within that search, Arnold, he brings this up. He says, we've all got the same 24 hours in the day. How are you using them? And he's been in multiple talks uh, at universities where someone will raise their hand and be like, well, uh, how, how do you get all this done? I don't have enough time to do this. And Arnold gets pissed off. And he says, what, what the fuck are you talking about? We've all got the same 24 hours. He goes, how many are you sleeping? Six, seven, eight, something like that. How, how many are you going to school for? Five a day, six a day, seven a day? What are you doing with your extra hours? And I think we can all really analyze our days and kind of prune the bullshit. Like, where are we wasting time? How many hours are we spending just scrolling on social media or not really doing much? Reallocate that time. Mental growth, physical growth, building connections, building those relationships. It, it takes time. It takes vulnerability. But you've got to get really coordinated with your calendar, with your day, and figure out where that time's going. You're always staying hungry. Um, and Arnold is hungry. And he's one of those people who really likes a life that's filled with different things, with, with risk, with a spicy life. He, he would quote Eleanor Roosevelt, and he said, every day do something that scares you. We should all stay hungry. So don't be afraid to stay hungry in this life. Allocate those hours to things that are gonna bring you meaning, the things you're really gonna care about. And another thing Arnold does, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in, uh, I'm a big fan of visualization. And he says, if, you, if I can see it and believe it, then I can achieve it. If you want to turn a vision into reality, you have to give 100% and never stop believing in your dream. And he says, I started visualizing myself in the exact body 
that he needed, whether this was for a particular movie part or for a Mr. Olympia competition, it didn't matter. He literally ingrained it in his head by visualizing. And he says positive thinking can be contagious. Be surrounded by winners. It helps you develop a winning mindset. That's crucial, right? Are you surrounding yourself with winners? Surround yourself with greatness and people who are going to raise your level. Um, And visualization, I hit on this because it's just such a consistent theme I found across the majority of people I study and interview. Uh, There's this great story from a, a boyhood friend of Steven Spielberg, and he says, Steven couldn't envision himself going to the Academy Awards and accepting an Oscar and thanking the Academy. He says Steven Spielberg was doing this when he was 12. And then Simone Biles, the great Olympian, I'd imagine having medals around my neck, chalk dust on my legs, and a bright smile on my face. I'd then visualize making the national team, imagining it like it was a movie. Then the the author, George uh, Leonard, who wrote the great book, Mastery, says every master visualizes their success, every single one. Uh, If you guys are interested in my visualization practice, I dive deep into it in my You Unleashed online course, uh, the personal development course. Just go to whatgotyouthere.com, click on course, and you guys can sign up there. And then another thing Arnold hits about is, is breaking the pain barrier. And he says, the pain you feel today will be the strength you feel tomorrow. And he says, what really divides the champions from the non-champions are the champions are the ones that can go through this pain barrier. You know, it's like you're working out, that pain sets in, that lactic acid is kicking, and you just quit. You just give up. The champions go that extra mile. Same thing with mentality or with business, right? How many how many great entrepreneurs have we heard about that got so close to their breaking point and then they pushed just a little bit further and what happened? Well, all the rewards were just on the other side of that pain. Arnold says the same thing. You have to break that pain barrier. It's essential. And speaking about things that he did and mindsets he had to find success, he says he always went into a competition to win. I never went to a competition to compete. I went to win. And he said the way he thought about this, and this is similar to his visualization, he says, I, I went in and you could hear me thinking something like this. If you were if you were analyzing Arnold's thoughts, he says, I deserve that pedestal. I own it. And the sea ought to part for me. Just get out of the fucking way. I'm on a mission. So step aside and give me the trophy. And he says, I pictured myself high up on the pedestal, trophy in hand. Everyone else would be standing below and I would look down. Oh, are you kidding me? Let's go. Talk about a mindset, man. He is winning the competition before he shows up. Granted, he has this mindset and this belief, but what was this all started with? It started with him putting in the work. He talked about reps. He talked about vision. He talked about clarity. He talked about putting his goals down. You can't have that mindset. You can't have that belief unless you've put in that work prior. And Arnold has done that. He's relentless. I'm telling you, reading that last part, I I might need to take a a little pause break here, drop down and do a set of push-ups because Arnold's just getting me so jacked up. So if if you hear me pause and doing some push-ups, that's what it is. Um, And so he just showed the power of positivity over the mind and the body. And one of the things I love, he says, the mind always fails first, not the body. The secret is to make your mind work for you not against you. It reminds me of the, the former Olympian and uh, Ironman that we had on the podcast, Chris Houth. And he said, don't let the mind tell the body what the body's capable of. The mind's going to quit first. And so there's going to be mind games that, that come in. And so know that. And so that's really important. And so you can build this mentality up over time when you develop the confidence 
based on the hardships you've gone through and the hardships you've overcome, the goals you've set, the goals you've achieved, and slowly earning confidence over time. It's earned confidence, right? It doesn't just show up. And it might seem like that at times for Arnold, but he's put in work for decades, just like we talked about in the beginning. Now, remember, I talked about that, the work he put in the beginning, there's been an insatiable drive from an early age. Um, He was saying his father, he never felt like he was enough. He wanted to dominate totally in everything he did, right? Mind and body. It was so important. Um, even when he won the, the Mr. Universe competition, he 1967, he wins Mr. Universe competition. So he, he's at the height of, of his sport, right? He's at the height of his sport and he says, it wasn't enough. I was still hungry. I felt like it wasn't enough. Just think about this for a minute. He is the best in the world at what he does and he's still saying he doesn't feel like enough. I'm not saying this hunger is necessarily healthy at all times. I think it's obvious it's not, but I'm not going to lie. It's something I've seen again and again. There's this internal drive that is just so voracious in these people. Uh, it's almost indescribable. And he says, and he, Arnold says, be hungry for success, hungry to make your mark, hungry to be seen and to be heard and to have an effect. And as you move up and become successful, make sure also to be hungry to help others. This is the key. This is the key to a deeply meaningful and great life. It's about the relationships and sharing your gifts with the world and other people who are earlier on their journey. And I love that Arnold talks about this again and again, sharing and helping others. Um, A few other things that Arnold hits on around the insatiable drive is he says, everyone pities the weak. Jealousy, you have to earn. I thought that was awesome. And it's true, right? Jealousy, you have to earn. If you're not doing anything, no one's jealous of that. People are jealous of the people who are achieving things that they wish they could achieve. Why did those people achieve them? Because they got a vision. They set goals. They got clarity. They worked their ass off towards it. And Arnold, he's just continually hungry in life to develop and to get better. Um, like I mentioned at the outset, I go a bit deeper into this on the uh, the written format uh, at whatgotyouthere.com. But Arnold became a millionaire as a real estate um, investor prior to making money in movies or bodybuilding. And I thought that was really, really cool about he found an an industry, he found an opportunity, he studied it. Um, He says he learned everything he possibly could about real estate. And one of the things that that came out in some of the stories that Arnold has shared is that he's someone who would take risks, but he didn't want to know all the details first. He didn't want to know the answer. He had, he had a friend, I think his friend was a lawyer, and was basically saying like, Arnold, how, why are you doing this? How are you doing this? I, I'm sweating just thinking about this investment. And Arnold basically says, if I had all that information, I would never take the action. I would never take the step. But in life, we take those actions. We go towards our stretch points, our fears of failure, and we learn, we grow, we develop, and we use that knowledge to compound new knowledge in the future and to grow. And so Arnold says, sometimes not knowing is the answer. Uh, I just thought that was kind of cool, kind of interesting. Um, You don't want to always be forewarned. Sometimes you got to stumble into things. And and speaking of stumbling into things, we we talk about acting. And one of the best pieces of advice he got was from uh, from Lucy, from the the actress who uh, who starred in the great show, I Love Lucy. And this is what she said to Arnold about Hollywood. She said, just remember, when you hear no, you actually hear yes and act accordingly. Someone says to you, we can't do this movie. You hug him and say, 
Thank you for believing in me. How awesome is that, right? Like there is not a no in life. Uh, I just thought that was so good. You hug him and say, thank you for believing in me. Uh, I just thought that was some awesome advice. Like I said at the beginning of this, Arnold's growing, he's learning, he's continuing to develop his skills and his mindset. Um, and one of the things he always talks about is you have to sell. You could have the best product in the entire world, but if you cannot sell it, it's not gonna show up anywhere. Um, and Arnold was continually selling throughout his life. We were, we were talking about the mind a little while ago, so I want to circle back to that. And Arnold was big on freeing the mind. He he continually was striving and pushing. And what's that going to create? It's going to create some anxiety, some inner turmoil. Um, and he said, he was saying to himself, he said, Arnold, you're an idiot. He said, you spend all this time on your body, but you never think about your mind and how to make it sharper and more importantly, relieve the stress. And he, and he equated it to when you have uh, sore muscles and cramps, what do you do? You go in the jacuzzi, you stretch. Same thing with the mind. And so what did Arnold end up doing? Transcendental meditation. Yep, Arnold has been doing this for decades. He's been doing meditation to help alleviate his mind, his stress, clear his thinking. He knows when he's clear in his think. Excuse me, when he's clear in his thinking, that's when he makes better decisions. That's when he's more effective. That's when he is at his best. Speaking of being at his best, there is some incredible wisdom Arnold has that was also shared by the great technologist Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly says it, you don't want to be the best, you want to be the only. And what Arnold says is he talks about, do not go where it's crowded. He says, there is little room at the top of the ladder. People get intimidated and felt more comfortable staying at the bottom of the ladder. But in fact, the more people that think that, the more crowded the bottom of the ladder becomes. Don't go where it's crowded, go where it's empty. Even though it's harder to get there, that's where you belong and that's where there's less competition. So Arnold continually tried to go where it wasn't crowded. Um, and he did that because he trusted himself because he had earned it. Um, but he also said that at all times, he always had this belief in himself that he just wasn't normal and he never wanted to be normal. He didn't want to be like anyone else. He said, the worst thing I can be is the same as everybody else. I hate that. I, I love this framework. It speaks so true. We're each so individually different. Let's embrace it. Let's be different. Let's go where no one else can go. And one of the things he was talking about when he started to date uh, Maria Shriver, he says, she was a normal person, or sorry, this is about his ex. Um, he, he said, she was a normal person who wanted normal things. And there was nothing normal about me. My drive was not normal. My vision of where I wanted to go in life was not normal. The whole idea of a conventional existence was like kryptonite to me. He felt like he deserved to be a leading man, to be on the movie posters, to be the best in the world. Uh, I know I mentioned Maria a minute ago. This is what he said about Maria. He said, Maria was the first girlfriend I ever had who didn't treat my ambitions as an annoyance, some kind of madness that interfered with her vision of the future, um, namely marriage, kids, and a cozy little house somewhere. Uh, that was you know, stereotypical of the American life. Maria's world wasn't small like that. It was gigantic. And he says, I finally met a girl whose world was as big as mine. Wow. You got to love that, right? Someone who em embraces your way of thinking in terms of pushing your boundaries. Uh, makes me think of Jay-Z. says, I wanted money and excitement and love the idea of cutting myself loose from the rules and low ceilings of the straight world. Um, think about Steve Jobs. He's got that great Quote from his Stanford speech, he says, here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the one who see things differently. They're not fond of rules and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them about the only thing you can't do is ignore them. 
because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may seem them as crazy ones, we see genius because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Sorry, I said that was from his Stanford speech. I'm pretty sure that was from an Apple commercial. Um, might've been in the eighties. And then someone else, um, we just did a distillation on Michael Jordan. He says, I knew going against the grain was just part of the process. He knew he had to be different. It gets back to being true to yourself. And Arnold said, I knew the way my mind worked and that to accomplish anything, I had to buy in completely. The goal had to be something that made total sense and that I could look forward to every day. Every day, right? Do you love what you're doing? Are you being true to yourself? Because if you're not, just not going to be sustainable. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get aggravated. It's just not going to work out over the long term. And so make sure that you are really thinking about that and diving deep into those different things to be true to yourself. But being true to yourself, you also got to be brutally honest with your weaknesses. And Arnold said that. He said, you must be brutally honest and focus on the flaws. That's when your eye, your honesty, and your ability to listen to others come in. You got to be humble, right? You got to say, where are my weaknesses? What can I improve? And I love the way Arnold did this in bodybuilding. Uh, when his uh, his calves and hamstrings and, and quads weren't looking good, he'd uh, instead of wearing sweatpants, he would cut short shorts just so he had to constantly be thinking about his weaknesses and focus on them. It's continually improving, getting better, right? It's always what he's doing. And he knows you need to work like hell to do that. And he just has such a passion in everything he does, right? You see that again and again. I know I was just saying this a second ago, but it's like the, the people who are best at what they do, I'm still looking for the person who just like hates what they do. You might you might find one-offs here and there. It is so rare. It's just not sustainable. He loves what he's doing. He loves hitting the gym. He loves being a leading man on on um, in the movies. He loves all of this. He loves getting better. He loves uncovering what he's capable of. And he says, I loved the variety in my life. Everything I did could have been my hobby. It was my hobby in a way. I was passionate about all of it. My definition of living is to have excitement always. That's the difference between living and existing. Man, there's like some serious wisdom in that, right? Like how many just are existing, not truly living? Uh, I forget if it was Alan Watts. He said, most people aren't afraid of death. We're afraid of living. And so we just kind of, meander through life. It's like, get out there, take some risks, live this, see what you're capable of. And look what happens to the people who do. Someone like Arnold, they uncover so much more. Now, I just think that's really, really cool. Something else I'll have linked up in the distillery is Arnold made this great speech. It was a commencement speech for the University of Southern California. And in it, he maps out six rules of success. Uh, he said, trust yourself, break some rules, don't be afraid to fail, ignore the naysayers, work like hell and give something back. And he says, trust yourself. And he says, what I mean by that is so many young people are getting so much advice from their parents and from their parents or from their teachers and from everyone. But what is most important is that you have to dig down deep, dig deep down and ask yourself, what do you want to be? Not what, but who? I thought that was awesome. Um, you got to really figure out for yourself what makes you happy, no matter how crazy it may sound other. And so Arnold says, this is rule number one. I wanted to become a champion. I was on a mission. So the rule number one is, of course, trust yourself no matter how and what anyone else thinks. Number two, break the rules. He says, it's impossible to be a maverick or a true original if you're too well-behaved and don't want to break the rules. You have to think outside the box. That's what I believe. After all, what is the point of being on this earth if all you do is be like everyone else and avoid trouble? 
Those were the rules, not my rules. <laughs> then number three says, don't be afraid to fail. I mean, how often do we hear this, right? You can't be afraid to fail. And he says, you can't always win, but don't be afraid about making decisions. You can't be paralyzed by, paralyzed by fear of failure or you never push yourself. Keep pushing because you believe in yourself, in your vision, and you know that is the right thing to do and success will come, but you cannot be afraid to fail. Then the fourth, he says, don't listen to naysayers. And he says, I love it when people say they can't, that something can't be done. That's when I really get motivated and like to prove them wrong. So I never listen to when people say you can't. I always listen to myself and say, yes, you can. Then number five, work your butt off. I mean, this was just such an important thing. And he says, one of the most important rules of all, reps, work your butt off. Reminds me of Kobe, right? Kobe said the best way to prove your value is to work, to learn, to absorb, to be a sponge. You always want to outwork your potential. As hard as you believe you can work, you can work harder than that. We've seen that again and again. And then number six, he says, give back. We hit on this earlier. You've got to share your gifts, your wisdom, your intelligence with the world. It's so important um, to do that. It creates this virtuous cycle. So those are some of the, the biggest themes I found across Arnold and distill this all. And remember, you can go to whatgotyouthere.com to get the distillery um, completely written and find all the past ones that we've done as well. But Arnold and I finished this off as saying, you got to stay hungry. You've got to be hungry to keep pushing. Um, do things every single day that scares you. Don't be afraid to go to your failure and your stretch points because you're going to grow, you're going to evolve, you're going to become better. So this, this was a lot of fun to dive deep into Arnold's mindsets. The reason I wanted to do him is because Look at what he's accomplished across so many different things, bodybuilding, real estate, entrepreneurship, show business, being a politician. How many people do you know who've done all of that across that many different domains? Very few, if any, and it's because of the things that we went or covered in this distillery that help him achieve that level of success. So I hope you guys enjoyed this distillation of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Remember, if you want access to complete distillations, all my book recaps, our exclusive community, where we let you guys join our monthly masterclass calls with thought leaders and high achievers that have been on the podcast, then click the link below to join the Momentum Makers Inner Circle. Um, I'm really looking forward for a lot of you to expand, to grow your potential with us in that community. So thanks again, guys. I hope you enjoyed this distillation of Arnold Schwarzenegger. You guys made it to the end of another episode of What Got You There? I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen all the way through. If you found value in this, the best way you can support the show is giving us a review, rating it, sharing it with your friends, and also sharing on social. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Looking forward to you guys listening to another episode.